Holly G with the Golf Insiders with my guest, Todd Lewis from the Golf Channel. Uh, Todd, more breaking news as uh, we begin the week of Rocket Mortgage up in Detroit. Several more players uh, diagnosed with COVID and have uh, withdrawn from the tournament. Can you give us an update? Yeah, I heard Tad Campbell, which is interesting. He's an alternate. He just got, um, he was found to have COVID-19, um, so he will not be allowed to play. We'll have to quarantine for a while. And so Harris English, uh, Dylan Fratelli. Um, so it, as the weeks progress and, you know, these players are out as I have been out, you know, they're not quarantining at home, obviously. They're out there in the public. They're on planes. Um, they're going to restaurants, getting food. Um, you know, they're going to be susceptible. Um, it's just now. I, I, you know, I, I feel like Commissioner Monahan is saying, you know, this, we're just going to have to live with this and just try to reduce the risk. Um, but um, I actually think they've done a really nice job as somebody who's been out there witnessing the bubble on the PGA Tour. But you know, you, you get outside the ropes, and literally, you could. You get it anywhere, from what I understand. You just going through a drive-through or something. So you know, it's just it's in our society. It's definitely not a PGA Tour thing. They're trying to do everything they can to make it happen, and obviously keep their players and caddies and officials safe, and at the same time entertain the fans. Yeah, not an easy task for Commissioner Jay Monahan. Um, great story on GolfChannel.com uh, about just um, you know how he's navigating this and how not only are all eyes on what the PGA Tour is doing from the golf world, right? The LPGA, the RNA, um, you know, USGA, but also other sports organizations as, you know, we have been the one to really, you know, chart this course. Of course, NASCAR has the Zoom, but uh, golf a little bit different. Yeah, it's interesting, and I, I think, What's going to be really interesting is when the PGA Tour and the Memorial welcomes fans. They're going to cap it off at 8,000 per day. So that's the most fans that have been allowed at any sporting event so far. NASCAR has allowed 5,000 fans in the stands at a few races. Um, so I'm interested to see how this works. You know, there will be some guidelines. Those fans must wear face masks, excuse me, face coverings. Um and try to practice social distancing as much as possible. But, of course, you know, when you go to a, to a, a golf tournament, as you've been to many of them, Holly, you know, you, and there's lines for concessions. People are mingling with each other. It's, much as, it's very much a social event as much as anything. Um, so I'm interested to see how all of this plans out. I know all the good people at Mirafield Village and associated with the memorial are going to make sure that all the guidelines are in place, but you can't police everybody of 8,000. So I, I, I hope that they do follow all the guidelines and protocols and, and you know, there's, there's nothing that's harmful to the PGA Tour or anyone in Dublin, Ohio. Well, it's a, it's a unique circumstance that's developed with um, the new event, Workday Charity Open, that mm -hmm. was moved into the schedule with the John Deere uh, canceling the week of, um, well, the dates are July 9th through the 12th. That will be followed by the <laughs> rescheduled Memorial Tournament, both of these happening at Muirfield Village. So, you know, an interesting um, opportunity there to, you know, to, to test this, I guess. Um, but there won't be fans at the workday, correct? Right. 
be no fans there. Um, so it will be a little bit of a dry run for the folks on the ground here for Village. I think what will be interesting, and I'm going to be covering both of those events in Ohio, is how the golf course is going to hold up uh, that second week. Um, because these guys are so good, they generally hit it to the same places. There are going to be a lot of divots in the fairway, you know, that they're going to have to maintain and take take care of because you're going to have, you know, around roughly 140 players per event on, on the average. So um, I'm interested to see how that works out. I know Jack, who of course owns Mirfield Village and is the host, will make sure that that the staff there has everything as pristine as possible. But it will be challenging for them. We can remember when the U.S. Opens were contended back-to-back at Pinehurst course, a different situation because it was the LPGA and the PGA Tour. But um, certainly, you know, interesting to have these back-to-back events. Yeah, no doubt. And and back then at Pinehurst, because although, you know, men and women, uh, the tees were moved up for the women, so the landing areas were kind of the same place at number two for the U.S. Women's Open as it was the previous week for the U.S. Open. So... Yeah, it'll be interesting to see how the golf course holds up. Well, you know, if we look at the the exact numbers, uh, it's what six players now. One of the things that Tour has been cognizant of is that they've done, you know, a significant amount of tests. Right, it's almost approaching three thousand. So the percentage is is quite low when you look at, uh, you know, the the testing they've been doing. And last week, certainly announced some new protocols to tighten that bubble. Um, any more word about that, that perhaps they were going to bring food in to the players and caddies? Uh, what, what are the updates there? Well, uh, no, I, I don't have any update on that. Uh, but I will say that I'm, uh, I'm impressed the way the PGA Tour was able to adjust uh, and call an audible when needed. Um, and that's the biggest thing because we're, I mean, we as a society are still learning about this. I mean, it wasn't too long ago that I was told that, you know, face masks don't really protect you that much. Now we're saying if you go out without a face mask and you're not only harming yourself, but somebody else as well. So, you know, it, this, this is such a mysterious virus that, that we are dealing with in our everyday lives. And, um, uh, kudos to the PGA Tour and their medical staff, you know, which, by the way, has put, put a lot of effort in this as well, and trying to make sure that um, that all the protocols are put in place properly, that everything is, you know, tight as it possibly can be. It's not a perfect system, but there isn't such a thing with this virus, but they are really, really going the extra mile to make it work. Nick Watney is um, coming off his quarantine after testing positive. Um, and another story on today, golfcentral.com, former Golf Channel personality and retired PGA Tour pro, Charlie Reimer, who doesn't know, remember Charlie uh, from Morning Drive and all of his other activities at Golf Channel, was hospitalized with COVID-19 in Myrtle Beach for 10 days. Yeah, I read that last night. I reached out to Charlie this morning um, to let him know I was thinking about him. I, did, I wasn't aware uh, that he was going through this. Um, and, uh, you know, it. first off, Charlie's a big man. Uh, yes. <laughs> I mean, he's, you know, he's Ernie L's big. Uh, so you got that. And then, you know, he's got a big personality and it's always got a giant optimistic smile about him. So if it's for something to take him down, it's, you know, obviously that's, 
that's proof that that this stuff is something you don't joke around with. But he says he said he's feeling better. Uh, he did text and say. I've lost 20 pounds, so which he kind of hinted that he needed to do. Uh, so I, I'm, I'm sorry that he went through it. I'm sorry that all of us, or all of those who have been affected by this, have gone through something that's serious. Um, but, you know, I'm glad he's okay. I really am. Well, it's, um, you know, really, it's these types of uh, stories that touch us and come very close to us that make it really Real, you know, he was talking about having a fever up to a hundred and four point seven. You right. know, the difficulty breathing, the coughing and lung spasms. Uh, he said the shortness of breath makes you think it's the end. And um, he said lying in the dark by yourself, trying to breathe, thinking of family and praying is where it hits you. You know that this is this is strong, and this could be the end. I thought that was just, you know, a goosebump quote that. Uh, should make us all again, you know, pay extra attention. Yeah, and you know, most of the players out on the PGA Tour are relatively, you know, young and in shape. Obviously, they're athletes. But you know, here's another example. I don't, I don't know if many of your listeners know who this person is, but if you follow golf, you definitely should. Is Pete Cowan, who is a world-renowned swing coach. Um, he coaches Henrik Stenson, uh, a lot of the top European players. Uh, he's working Gary Woodland. You know, helped him win the U.S. Open and so on. Uh, so he got he got this early when it was just coming out, and I text with him, and he said it was awful. He said, "I feel like I've been smoking 20 packs of cigarettes a day every day since I was 16, and how his lungs felt." Um, now, granted, he's you know he's closer to 70 than 60, and you know, he's older and he's probably a little more susceptible, but. Some people, you know, it's, they're asymptomatic, as we're seeing most of the players on the PGA Tour are. But, you know, it's, it, it, it seems like statistically somebody's going to get this in, in, on the PGA Tour and it's going to be bad. And, you know, we, we hope that they can fight through it. You know, that they're not going to, you know, that they won't be asymptomatic. And uh, so it, it's just tough. It's such a mystery. It is really strange that, you know, this, what this virus is doing to our society. Well, some other... Um great breaking news this week was that NBC has reacquired the rights to the USGA championships. Um, very, very exciting news. Yes, and I, I definitely want to congratulate Fox for you know, stepping in and, and doing some innovative things uh, from a television perspective. Uh, I, have, I have several friends over on the Fox side. Uh, you know, I don't really consider this as is competing enemies in television we're all in the same fraternity uh, and i've always wished them the best because if they do well then golf does well um so you know congratulations congratulations to them on a great five-year run but i can tell you nbc and the golf channel was super excited to have the usga package back uh, it's it's really something special to have our national title uh on our air uh and you know we are going to treat it just as we have in the past prior to Fox taking it over, like it is the premier event that it is. Uh, so we're going to have all the great storylines, all the great technology, the wonderful talent and production staff. I mean, it, it, we're going all out. Well, um, speaking of golf, <laughs> DJ Dustin Johnson winning number 21 at the Travelers. Great to see him uh back with a win it it he 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 now has won every year he's been on tour he did mention he hopes uh, the gap won't be quite as long as from what was it march or february of last year to this year but 
looks like he's healthy now that he's had that um, knee surgery and that we could be seeing a lot of DJ looking uh, in terms of how his game looked this past week. Yeah, you know what? I think it was a big win for Dustin. Um, I think he had been he, he'd been leaking some confidence um, over the last five or six months, um, especially especially during gut check time on the final day. Um, and you know, for him to you know fight through, he had to fight through some demons. He didn't hit the best of shots coming down the stretch on the back nine. Hit one out of bounds. Should have hit one in the water on fifteen. Uh, but you know, he's. He was able to get it done, um, and I, you know that when you get a win like that, you can able to put something together. And winning it on the PGA Tour, obviously, that fills your tank up with confidence. And now, you know, he's he's a force again. Um, as as we head into the summer months and the fall months now, where where big events are happening, the playoffs, another WGC, and obviously three major championships. So it'll be interesting. Yeah, he had um, I guess what you'd call one of those Freddie Couples moments, where um, I don't know if it was a a nine iron he was hitting into was it 14 or 15 and i don't know how that thing stuck in the bank on the downslope coming in on the fly but um he certainly got lucky yeah it was actually it was a hybrid he was trying to drive the green it's a short par four one of the iconic holes there at tpc cromwell and it landed in the hazard uh, on the bank and didn't fall into the water. I don't know how, it, I mean, it, it somehow didn't. Uh, he probably would have, I mean, the odds were, were with him that he was probably going to make par, even if he had to take a drop from the penalty area. But um, still a great, you know, a great win for him. There you go. DJ making a par four look like a par three. Yeah. <laughs> even even uh, confused me. Um, so the Rocket Mortgage uh, Championship, Detroit this week. Um, what are your uh, inside thoughts about this tournament? At the well, moment? it's still you know it's still a new tournament, young tournament I should say, not a new tournament. They did play there last year, so you know players are still not quite familiar with the golf course. It's a Donald Ross course, so you know the greens are obviously going to be the biggest defense there. Um, but just like Nate Lashley last year, um, this is an opportunity for a player who maybe we haven't heard of to step up and put themselves in contention. This field, although it was stronger, it is stronger than last year. It's still not as strong as we have seen the previous three weeks. So um, but you still have, you know, some good players there. DJ's going to be there. Ricky Fowler's going to be there. Webb Simpson's going to be there. So it'll be a lot of fun. Uh, speaking of Ricky, um, he's kind of needing to um, get a – get a victory under his belt. What do you think is going on there? Well, I don't know necessarily that he has to have a victory, but I think he wants to get his feet wet once again and putting himself into competition, or actually not competition, but put himself into contention, I should say, on the back nine Sunday. Um, I think that's that's what he really wants to, to do. You know, first page of the leaderboard after 54 holes, making a nice run on his opening nine on Sunday, and then seeing what happens on his back nine. Um, I think that's important for him. It's been a little off. I mean, you know, but there's been a lot that's been going on. He got married recently. Um, obviously, this pandemic has shaken every, everybody up. Um, so, you know, we'll, we'll go ahead. I, I would say, although most players have been very, very good after this pandemic, I, I don't know if – after the stoppage, I should say. I, I don't know if Ricky has been that sharp. You know, we'll, we'll say it's competitive rust right now, but you know, I, I, I expect Ricky to start trending in a positive direction pretty soon. And uh, before I let you go, because it had just been the buzz, Bryson DeChambeau 
pretty impressive what he's doing and uh, the numbers that reflect this uh, this weight gain, this new power, and oh my gosh, looked at his uh, looked at his diet, and <laughs> I put on about ten pounds just reading it. I will say that he has become the most interesting interesting golfer uh, now on the PGA Tour, and you, and if you look at it, maybe for all time's sake. I mean, when I say interesting, he may not be picking up the wins like a Tiger or a Jack or so, but the things that he has been able to do on the PGA Tour have just been so radically different than what we're used to, and they have been pretty successful uh, in these three tournaments that we've seen on the PGA Tour since the resumption has started. I mean, Bryson has has the highest average for all three of these tournaments. Um, and, you know, and he's it, it, the most interesting thing that Bryson told me in Texas, I said, what, what was the motivation for you to put on this bulk? And he said, I was bored. I mean, just think about that. Oh my gosh, that <laughs> guy, bored. that guy bored. <laughs> uh, so you know, I mean, from from you know him trying side saddle putting to his singlings clubs to the way he putts now, uh, to you know how many launch monitors he takes out to a PG tour event, and obviously now with the size that he has, he's become a long drive guy with touch. Uh, I mean, he's just he's quite interesting to follow. Very very interesting in my opinion. Bored, a guy who probably does physics formulas in his head to yeah. fall asleep at night. He isn't counting sheep, right, Todd? Well, the thing that's interesting about him, if this doesn't work, then he will put as much zest and determination into losing the weight and doing whatever he needs to do to his body, whether it's formula, forming elasticity or getting skinny or whatever. Um, he will do that and and be successful at that. So I, the only concern I have for Bryson is as he, as we get into this compacted heavy schedule of a lot of events in a row is just, where is his stamina with all that extra weight that he has, care, has to carry. So, uh, you know, they don't, they don't hand the football off to linemen. Uh, they hand them to guys who, who are athletic and, and have durability and lots of stamina. So, uh, in football. So I'm interested to see how it works out in golf. And he's drinking a lot of protein shakes out there. Yep. That's for sure. Todd, who's your uh, inside pick for, for Sunday in Detroit? That's a good question. I, I'm really high on Webb Simpson right now. Oh. Um, I think he's playing really, really well. Um, I think he's got the mindset and the mentality and the durability to be a top five guy in the world this entire year. So um, I'd like him to be in contention. Interesting where we stand with the FedEx Cup standings right now. Webb at the top. Then Justin Thomas, Sung J M, Rory McIlroy, and Patrick Reed jumping up into the top five. Yeah, I mean it's going to be. I, I again, considering we only have a few more events until the playoffs start, which is remarkable. I, I think this is going to be a very compelling PGA Tour playoff race for the FedEx Cup. There's no doubt about it. And Todd, you're hosting Golf Central this week. What time can our uh, listeners? Yeah, I'm hosting in studio Thursday through Sunday uh, with Billy Krasser, uh here in Orlando. And then we have um, a desk out in Detroit at the Rocket Mortgage uh, that Cara Banks will host there. All right. Well, we always look forward to uh, Golf Channel's coverage and spending some time with you. Todd Lewis, thank you so much, my friend. Stay well. Stay safe. Thanks. Thanks, Holly. Good to talk to you.